everybody, welcome back to Cutie Chat Podcast. This is Mary. And this is Daryl. And this is your one-stop shop for all things quarantine talk. We also talk about current affairs, what's going on in the news, what's happening in our lives, fun facts, trivia, interesting movies, or music that's out. So definitely buckle up and join us for our most recent episode. And we just want to say, hey, hello, and... You know, we have been living our lives just like you, and so much has happened in since the last time we spoke that we just want to, you know, finally catch up with you and let you know some of the things that have been going on in our lives and the things that have been going on in the world. And I'll just start with uh, one of the hardest things that has happened since the last time we recorded was the passing of my or our dear dog Sasha who we have for uh she was about six years old uh probably about six and a half years old in dog well in in human years um so she passed in uh March and then in April uh I also we also had the passing of of my father and so uh those were you know two events that you know were really really you know, obviously, the the passing of a of a uh, of a loved one, of a parent, and also of a close friend in my dog. I mean, in our dog, and uh, Sasha is uh, our our dog's name. And you know, that was hard as it is. But yeah, you know, the passing of a parent definitely trumps it. But both were definitely uh, touched both of us. And you know, we have been having time to heal and to get through it and we are here for each other mary has been really supportive and me you know especially in this time of starting to learn how to live life you know with my father having been passed and going to heaven and so mary's been very supportive and uh, the family has been very supportive we've had lots of support from our church and lots of support from the local community. And it's just been, it, it, it's made it easier to get through it. And so, uh, and we continue, you know, we continue to learn how to live and learn how to, you know, do things without our loved ones in our lives. You know, we have to, like they, they fill a space in our lives and in our, you know, in our head and in our heart and so you have to, every time you come across that instance, you know, you have to figure out what to do and how to get past it. So, you know, we continue to work through it. And that's the same for any loved one, quite honestly. I mean, you never forget, you know, love. So, yeah, that's sort of one of the things that has, that we have been, you know, that's happened since the last time we recorded. And, you know, now that we're back, there's something that we can sort of share with you and um so yeah mary has some more about uh some of the things that that has happened since we last talked with you yeah just really quickly um i just wanted to chime in if that's all right um as daryl mentioned you know the passing of our dog and of his dad and um it's partly uh the reason why we've been a little mia you know on top of everything else that's just naturally going on in the world you know being business owners and um also trying to just navigate the pandemic and so you know sasha was very near and dear to us she was like the closest thing you know we we've had 
to a child. And so her losing her just unexpectedly and abruptly at six years old, it, it's been very challenging for us. And, you know, as Daryl mentioned, Sasha and him are like two peas in a pod. And she was my little kitchen buddy, and she would keep me company and things like that. And so I definitely, definitely feel the absence of her in our lives. And um, thankfully, we do have other pets, and they have tried to find ways to help us fill in the void. And we love them dearly. Rambo, Sweetie Pie, and Sasha are cats. And so we thank God for them. And just a side note, or not even a side note, but just in addition to what Daryl was saying about his dad, um... Yes, it definitely has been very hard and very challenging to navigate um, the loss of a parent. Um, but I will say that um, Daryl's dad was a deacon, and anybody who ever knew him or met him or came across him always was like he had an infectious smile, and he always left a really great impression on people, and he gave the greatest hugs. And so that's all I wanted to add. We miss him terribly, and we definitely feel... Um, the depth of his absence and um, rest in rest in eternal heaven and peace, Mr. Johnson. You are eternally loved, and you know, as Daryl said, um, we kind of wanted to talk, catch you guys up on things from our perspective in terms of the kind of things we normally talk about on our podcast, and so kind of steering back to um, the pandemic in terms of kind of where things are. You know, this podcast has always served as like a journal for COVID-19 and how we adjusted, how the world adjusted. And I guess this is our update from our perspective in terms of what's kind of going on. Um, As of right now, um, large, large segments of the United States are fully back open, right? Like everything is just back open. Right, yeah. Every state sort of has uh, its own sort of criteria. But uh, here in Illinois... We are at the phase where everything is back fully open. That's restaurants, bars, uh, our local church no longer has restrictions. But most places have some sort of rules that they still uphold, mm-hmm. uh, such as at the church. We still have to wear wear masks. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, for the most part, the CDC guideline. Uh, they, they've... They kind of put out messages like if you've gotten the vaccine and you don't have to wear masks outdoors. Um, you know, I don't know if anybody thinks it's a good idea to stop wearing masks indoors just as a matter of caution and, as we know now, just safety. Right. Uh, mask wearing has been so politicized. It's been politicized, but it's been the biggest thing to stop the transmission of the virus from host to host right that just makes sense you know right like this is an airborne thing that was that we're combating and just with the leadership from the from the very top of the uh president joe biden and vice president kamala harris and his administration uh there's been more of a unified message along with uh a strong push to vaccinate um every American and yeah thus far we are seeing everything open up four months into his presidency I mean Trump had an entire year and what almost half a million people dead and four months in the Biden administration has managed to essentially help open the entire country back up obviously what Daryl said with what you know limiting restrictions here and there per the CDC but the point is the continuity of life has been able to kind of pick back up 
and we've been able to kind of find some semblance of normalcy or some semblance of continuity as a result of just effective leadership. And um, I guess the thing is, is that as Daryl was saying, is that, you know, people are still saying you should wear your mask or people feel that they should wear a mask and we're finding that people that probably aren't wearing masks are most likely people who didn't who haven't worn them the whole time or who had really huge objections to wearing them so you know whether you whatever way you feel about it you know i think the message or the general idea is that you know just being community centric or just thinking about you know your neighbor you know so that's kind of where things are with the pandemic um you know, obviously we're always monitoring and keeping an eye on the way that things progress in politics and in society and the way things are being handled. But as in terms of, you know, quarantining and all that stuff, it seems like a lot of that stuff has been relaxed now. I think for us personally, you know, we still choose to live um, the life that we're living and that we go out when we need to go out. We're safe. We follow the measures that make us comfortable. We go to the things around people who we're comfortable with and we know practice similar measures. And we just, you know, suggest that other people, you know, do the same. Um, also, another interesting topic that we wanted to kind of talk that we haven't really touched on was, um, you know, Trump put DeJoy, he made him the chief... Uh, was it the postmaster general? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the idea behind appointing him or putting him in that position was that he was hoping that he could help influence the election by disrupting our mail service. Thankfully, that did not happen. However, there has been a lot of backlash or there have been ripple effects of him being in office, uh, him being in that position, and it's trickled down to small businesses, especially ours. Um, you know, my aunt, I was talking to her the other day and she was saying that she would mail her bills and they would be two or three weeks late. And, you know, Daryl and I were going to the post office the other day to drop off some orders. And, you know, it was one person working in the entire, the front and the back of the, the location. And she was just saying that, you know, DeJoy approved 600 hours of PTO. Didn't have to be accrued didn't have to be approved. It could just be submitted and taken. And a lot of the younger workers or employees are just taking weeks and months off at a time. And so USPS is really hurting. And, you know, it explains why there's so much stagnation um, and delays and people being able to get their, their mail in a timely manner. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a, a huge detriment, not just to small business owners like like ourselves, but to everyone who relies on, you know, a reasonable amount of time through the postal service for, for things to get from here to there. And uh, it's once again caused by the one who mounted the insurrection against the U.S., the United States of America, who mm-hmm. stormed the Capitol and who continues to... Uh, to now drag down the economy and the country mm-hmm. by, you know, gumming up the Postal Service, you know, one of the oldest and most um, sacred, sacred, you <laughs> know, Institution. institutions, you know, that, that sort of marks, it's like a hallmark of the country. Mm-hmm. You know, if, uh, you know, if you, if you, if you shut down the, the communication of a country, 
you know, de- especially deliberately, mm-hmm. you know, you cripple a country because that that's that's vital. Right. And you know, we're not gonna stay on him too long, but it's just, you know, we continue to persevere and to try to fight to stay, you know, to to grow. Right. You know, as a business, as a small business, and you know, we get hit by so many things that we can't control. This right. is yet another one. And, you know, we're going to keep on going nonetheless, but we feel that it's important to communicate, you know, because these things might not get covered that much in the news. Right. So We didn't know. Right. We literally didn't know until the USPS workers told us. And to Daryl's point, it, it not only affects small businesses, but I just thought about, imagine people who rely on their prescription medicine that they exactly. get. You know, or like my aunt trying to pay her bills. You know, she has really good credit, and I'm sure she doesn't want to have to worry about, you know, her credit being impacted or her utilities being cut off. And so it, it just has these little small things that seem insignificant or minute they are having such a, a huge impact on our economy and on, as Daryl said, the way that we are transferring information, products, and goods. And so, if you didn't know, now you know. Yeah, it's like it's like death by a thousand cuts, like a, a thousand small slits from the former president who influences. <laughs> yeah, the, the the former treasonous president who who continues to drag the country down. Right. You know we. And I'll say, like, you know, we, we get our news, especially our politic news, in, in, in bits and pieces. Right. You know, in addition to dealing with the things that we talked about, the deaths and still running our business. Right. Um, you know, our intake of politics is definitely lowered, but it's like, man, uh, the country continues to try to push forward while while this uh, demagogue, this treason monger... <laughs> Uh, continues to try to rip the country apart. Yeah. And this is a day and age where, you know, well, obviously he tried to result to just brute force tactics, but it's, you know, it's kind of like a a silent sort of uh, war going on. Yeah. And Biden even said it in his uh, uh, inauguration, mm-hmm. this uncivil war. Yeah. We are a cold at war. <laughs> uncivil cold war right now of of uh the thoughts and minds yeah of of people and we know that half the country half you half. know <laughs> less than half really is 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 just being led by a madman right and QAnon and conspiracy theories and it's it's yeah, yeah. being led by a bag of lies right you know that has that it's just a bunch of circles going in circles right but so yeah, that's also what's going on. Um, another thing we'll talk about really quickly, in addition to uh, the the postal service impact, is um, there was a sort of anti-union battle that was going on between Amazon and its employees that wanted to unionize, that wanted to fight against the unjust working conditions that they've been working in. Um, prior to the pandemic, but, you know, that turned up during the pandemic. Um, You know, there was, it started with uh, small intimidation on uh, on a local, you know, on local Amazon leaders, you know, by firings and threatenings of firings for people that talked about unionization. And it got to the point where, I mean, despite the firings, you know, the, the movement picked up pace and 
able it came to a vote in Alabama to unionize. Uh, Amazon was very much against this and fought vigorously um, through propaganda, not just in the com- in the company but outside of the company, like outside of the company headquarters. They would put billboards up and things around bus stops and and stoplights. It was all this literature. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, intimidating people not to unionize because it would make their lives their lives harder. Um, this story does end sadly with Amazon sort of having a victory because the people voted not to unionize uh, in Alabama. But it's definitely not the fight is definitely not over, right? Um, because it, it's, once it's it has shined a light on Amazon's sort of tactics. Mm-hmm. and uh, the unjust work conditions that the workers are having to deal with. Mm-hmm. and Being underpaid, overworked, and, you know, this is the reality. We use Amazon, so we're not going to act like we don't. Everybody does. I mean, there are probably some people who staunchly don't, but by and large, we all use it, and so it should be something that we're all concerned about and that we all are following or reading up on or paying attention to because we enjoy the fact that we can order something in a matter of days we have it at in our disposal but it shouldn't be at the detriment of people's health well-being livelihood you know like there there can there can be decency in this so much money is being made that that the people who actually deliver us the the products and the goods they should be able to have rights and fair pay as well. So yeah, that's that's exactly the whole point. Like we are, you know, it's injustice. Yeah, and it you know gets touched on and, and not really focused on enough. And that's one of the things that we want to do is to shine a light on the stories that don't get focused on in the news. Right. That impacts you know you and me both. Right. You know all of us. All of us. And. Yeah, we we rely on Amazon, and it's it's you know it's the sad underbelly of the beast. Right. Um, we would like to continue to use Amazon, and we would like for unionization and representation and fair working conditions to exist. Right. And that's not too much to to ask for. I mean, we run it in our own company, and just because a company scales to a certain size doesn't mean that they have to become evil. Right. So, get it together. Get it together. Well, we've touched on a lot of topics. We know that it's been a while since we've tuned in. We hope that you found this episode enjoyable. We will have more content coming your way. Um, Again, thank you so much for following us, liking, sharing. Follow us and and catch up with us wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, We do have an Instagram page and a Facebook page, so feel free to follow us on there, Cutie Chat Podcast. And yeah, this is Mary, and I'm signing out. And this is Daryl, and we'll be back.